listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 92. All right. Hey, you guys. I'm super excited to be talking about one of my favorite topics today because I feel like this is like my bread and butter, the thing I'm amazing at, and it's working with and leveraging sponsors for your blog and for your event. So a little backstory about me, like when I first started blogging, um, I really didn't know how it worked. I was just like excited for someone to send me free stuff. And I remember the first time I got um, the won the pitch for a party blog post, they actually paid me $1,500. And it was like, oh, like I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. It was more money um, than I ever thought I was worth. And I did the post and I put my whole heart and soul into it and like subsequently got more opportunities and more blog posts. Um, and I started leveraging that same mentality and using that same skill set to actually have live sponsors at my live events. So the difference, like when you do a blog post, it's kind of like a photo shoot. There's not really a, um, party happening. It's just people, uh, that if you have there, they're usually models. Like my friends would come and just pretend that we're having a party, but most of the time it was just a tablescape. Like I'm just making all these little decorations and making favors and then taking pictures and posting it as a real party. Like most of the things you see on Pinterest, just like most of the things that you see on the internet are not real, like newsflash, right? So it's kind of interesting. Um, so how do you work with sponsors? What's the difference between like a sponsor and somebody who donates? So I think a lot of people, um, who are new to this scene, think that a sponsor is someone who donates. And I want to make this very clear because as a professional and celebrity event planner, um, you're really selling yourself short. If you are not leveraging like sponsorships, meaning somebody is paying to either fund the event or be at the event in exchange for notoriety, in exchange for promotion, in exchange for access to the guests that are there, right? So if you call someone, you're like, hey, would you like to sponsor um, swag for our swag bags? That's actually not a sponsorship. It's a donation. Now, just because it's a donation and they're not paying to be there doesn't mean that they don't want you to leverage things. Like they still probably want you to give them some shout outs. They probably still want some notoriety. I'm just letting you know like where the potential is and the room for growth. And so in my experience, I have had sponsorships as little as $250 at my events, all the way up to $10,000, okay, for client events that I've done, where I'm pitching this sponsorship deal and they're making it happen, okay? So think about that because one sponsor coming to your event paying $10,000, like that's $10,000 of tickets that you don't have to sell. That's $10,000 of income that you don't have to earn, like they're paying to play. And why would a sponsor pay so much money to be at an event? Hmm, think about that. Why would a sponsor pay to be at an event? So the reason sponsors pay is the reasons that, again, most people don't think about access to the audience that's there. Um, the whole advantage of being part of a big event without all of the risk and having to put it on all themselves. Like they are not having to pay an event planner to coordinate it because it's already like included in the package. It's all in how you package up this nice little offering for them. That's going to make them say, Oh yeah, that actually is a good deal. Okay. So the number one thing with sponsors is you have to build relationships period. It's very, very, very rare um, when you reach out to someone like a cold email or a cold call and you're like, hey, I'm Chelsea and I'm from, you know, the Party Planner Academy and I'd love for you to host my event. 
They've never heard of you. They don't know who you are. And then they're like, yeah, perfect. We'd love to send you $5,000 for your event. Like, nah, it doesn't really happen like that. Okay. But most people, I think when they approach sponsorships and they're like, it's this much, they don't do the little things that actually build the relationship to make it worth their while than for them to actually see the value of the event. If you're just like basically standing on the corner, looking at business and being like, Hey, pay me money, pay me money, pay me money. Be part of my event. Be part of my event. Like, think about it. It's not very appealing, right? They're like, I'm good. Right. So if you haven't been able to get paid sponsors, it's okay. You probably don't know how. So I want to kind of talk you through and walk you through some of the steps on how to do that today. So the number one thing is you need to build relationships. It's way easier to go to a relationship you already have and to be like, Hey, Sarah, like I have worked with your insurance company and we have done some business together. I'm a client of yours. I'm actually hosting an event and here's what I have to offer you. Would you like to use your company's marketing budget to be there and to be able to leverage those real life people there? So you could, you know, set up a booth, you could talk to them, you could try to sign up some clients and it's all going to break down to the marketing speak that you can say to them. Like, what is your customer acquisition? So customer acquisition is how much is a customer worth to you? This is like, this is like music to their ears because every single business is trying to find customers. And as somebody who's putting on an event, for example, like a women's only dance party, I've got women there who are usually moms ages 25 to 35. It's the number one demographic for decision makers for purchases in the household in America. Okay. So because I know that I can leverage that and I can say, oh my gosh, do I have the audience for you? So what if I said, hey, Sarah, um, I have this target demographic. It's the number one decision maker for homes. Um, these are married women. So they definitely are like thinking about insurance. How would you like to collaborate on an event and be a sponsor? And in exchange for sponsoring this sponsorship package for $1,000, you can have access to 300 women who are in your target demographic and you can get right in front of them and give them some sort of a cool offer or some swag or something like that in their swag bag. What do you think? Right. Is that so much better than like, oh, hey, like I'm having this event. Do you want to pay me like a thousand bucks and I'll let you come? They're like, what? Again, like as an event event planner, your job is to paint the vision and the possibility for them in whatever capacity. So if that means that you're painting the vision of them benefiting from this event or painting the vision of the actual event, or usually it's all of the, the above, you're painting all of the things, you got to help them see that. So then that's how you add the value for them. The other way that you can add value is you're giving them access and the opportunity to meet new customers. That's like the number one thing. The second thing is like, what can you do on your channels to help promote it? Can you do a campaign where you are using their hashtag? Can you shout them out? Can you go into their office and do like Instagram stories? Can you write a blog post about a genuine experience you've had with that business? Think of all the ways that you can add value and that's how you can take that sponsor price up. So for example, when I first started, my blog posts were $250. That's what I would charge um, for a business to have a blog post on the internet that lasted the life of my blog. Like it's always going to be on the internet. That's a really low price to pay. Again, see how I'm like positioning this for them. Um, so anybody that Googles me or finds me and stumbles upon this blog post, they can find you. And unless it's a business that's like needing specific customers in a specific area, most businesses that have online businesses, that's really appealing to them. So like clothing companies or protein shake companies or hairbrush and accessory or, or whatever it may be, like think about that positioning, right? gets really exciting when you know how to leverage sponsorships because events are a big expense and most businesses just don't even touch them because they're so expensive. And so if you can position like for the small fee 
of $1,000, you can benefit from this whole event and have your name on, again, invitations or swag bags or whatever. Like you can decide however you want to work that and what the different tiers are, but you really need to make it appealing for the business. Like you want to make your sponsorship package look so good and so appealing that it would be foolish for them to say no, that they're like, wow, that, you know, she's really giving me a lot of stuff here. Um, and really like think of races, think of um, big events, think of like sporting events. They all have sponsors and think about the genius of their leveraging that whole audience. Or like, we have this captive audience that's going to be watching this football game by you having your banner there. Like every time that um, there's a photo taken or video taken, like it's going to be there, right? And then we're going to do ads and, and during the game, people can hear the ads, right? So they're getting this captive audience that they can just market to. And you have to position it like that because again, if you're just making it about you, there's no reason why the business owner should be like, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, (laughs) right. There's no reason for them to say, yes, you got to make it about them and how you can help them. So first you're going to build a relationship. Second, you're going to tell them all the value of being a part of your event, what that's going to do for them. And then you're going to add your own value with your own audience and your own channels, however you can. And again, get creative here. Like it doesn't have to just be a blog post. It could be whatever, they want. And usually I ask them, I say, well, what is your marketing goals? Like, what are the things that you're trying to work on and how can I help you? Because I have other connections and maybe I can bring some other people into this deal and we'll do like a bigger push. And that's always more appealing because more voices chanting that something is good, that social proof is invaluable. Okay. So you're going to add value. And then what you usually do is you never ever should just say like what the deal is like, oh yeah, so I'll do this many blog posts and I'll do this many posts on my Instagram. And then you'll come to the event and you'll put in swag and then you pay me a thousand bucks. Sound good? No, 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 no. You actually need to make it an official brand deck. So you're going to go on to um, your Word documents and you need to actually write up what the package includes, and then you give it to them while you're going through it. So if you listen to my proposal lesson, like this is pivotal. So, so important. Like you say, Hey, I have this thing. I want to present it to you. When can we get together? And I'll kind of tell you what's in there. And then if you need to make changes or if there's things that you want to add in, we can do it right there on the spot while I'm there. You go over your brand deck with them and you go over your media kit. Your media kit has all of your numbers and has all of your credentials and other brands that you've worked with. Um, Your brand deck is going to be specifically made for this brand, specifically for whatever event it is that you're doing. You put it together, a nice little PDF. I usually get mine either in like a folder that's like bound or I'll just put it in a nice folder um, like cardstock and then I'll go and take it to them and I'll say, here it is. Let's go over this together. And I want to show you all the value I can deliver for you at this event. Now, this is super important because it gives them the list of everything that you're promising them and everything that you're going to do for them, which is mind blowing and awesome. Cause they're like, oh my gosh, like this is really good. And when you get it on paper, like they see all of the benefits that are really hard to articulate in a conversation. Um, and it also gives them a list of expectations of what they can expect from you, which is professional, right? So you almost treat it as like a to-do list slash contract of what you will deliver in exchange for their help sponsoring your event. Now you can work out again, whatever is important to them. And I, I encourage you to ask them like, what is important to you? Like, what are your goals for your customers or what are your goals for your business in this Q4 or for 2020? Like, I need to know that so that I can write it in because it's like asking them for the, the answer. Like, what will make you say yes? If I just say like, what are your goals? And then I write that in, it's like so much easier for them to be like, oh, perfect. And that's the thing we're already working on. Right. Um, so make sure that you have a brand deck. You can update it. I try to update mine every quarter. Um, and also my media kit, I try to update every quarter so that people know my numbers and that it's almost like your online resume of all the things you've done and the credentials that you have. Um, and then you can also give them links to your social and your, 
um, your website if you have one, and any like references of people that you've done good work for that they can, you know, check on your history and say, wow, this girl's legit. Like she knows what she's talking about. Um, you really, really, really do not want to miss these steps in this order. Because like I said, if you failed to get sponsors and you don't know how to get out of like asking for free donations, that's totally where you're missing the mark is it's all in how you show up. And so make sure that when you plan these meetings, when you plan these calls that you're always thinking of how you can help the other person. That's the best secret. The number one tip I have in leveraging sponsors is like, what can I do for you? Not what can they do for you, but what can you do for them, if that makes sense? Um, so I hope that this has been helpful for you. I hope that as you're going through your events and planning, that you're thinking more strategically about exactly the things that you have to offer. And even if you don't have a website, if you've never done an event before, if you've never worked with sponsors, I promise you there are things you can leverage and things that you can give to them. You just need to think creatively about it. And again, sometimes it's just showing up like you have done it a million times, even though it's your very first time. Sometimes it's like making them feel like you're going to deliver a ton of value because you are, right? We're going to always over-deliver, under-promise, over-deliver. Um, and then, yes, always do more than what you say. Like if you say, okay, in exchange for this sponsorship, I'm going to give you um, a mention on a blog post and I'll give you two Instagram stories. I usually do like four or five Instagram stories if I give if I guarantee two because I want them to be like, wow, she was way like generous. And I tag them and I tell everyone to go follow them um, and just make sure that you give genuine feedback. The other thing that you can do is ask them if they want other things. Like, do you want me to review your product? Do you want me to do um, this? Do you want me to do an event here? Like I've done things like that where somebody said, you know, we're not really so interested in your dance party. We really want you to bring an event here. And I said, how about this? If you come sponsor my dance party for free, I'll coordinate like a little mini influencer event here for you. And so then I did, I, I said, I'll have 10 to 20 influencers come. We'll do little swag bags and I'll organize the whole thing. Cause then for me, like they had employees, I could do it in the back of my mind. Like, here's what I need done. I'll show up, I'll coordinate it, I'll MC. And then we'll have this whole event and you guys can have this great thing. And it was a win-win cause that was the thing that they really wanted. And I got the thing I really wanted. So, um, as you're going through again, working with sponsors, just remember number one goal is how can I help you get what you want? And then I promise each of you that you're going to get the thing that you want. Um, now just because somebody, I'm going to just end on this note, just because somebody cannot do a sponsorship, let's say it's the end of the year and they're like, Oh, our marketing budget's already used up or allocated. Um, we'd be happy to donate. Always take that donation and always give love. I always just start with a sponsorship level and then let them work their way down. Not the other way around. I never, ever want someone to feel like, um, Hey, do you want to donate? Oh, by the way, like there's a fee right? You want to make sure that you are giving them the highest option and you're coming down. Um, and then again, when you, when you're negotiating prices, usually if somebody says yes, right away, it means that you probably bid it too low and that's okay. Like if it's exciting to you, if it's a good price to you and it's fair to you, you'll learn that as you go. So anyway, if you're not using events at your, uh, if you're not using sponsors at your events, please start leveraging that. Um, I talk a lot about this in depth in my mastermind groups. And so if you need help, drop questions in there because I know that it's it's not like a one size fits all. It's kind of specific depending on the type of the event and what exactly the sponsors want. So feel free to ask questions. I'd love to help you in this and we'll kind of go from there. Okay, guys, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.